finished with me not the festivals in Cusco were far for far than enough what nothing okay <laughs> <laughs> of the show uh the creator the the almighty uh people worship at my feet this is season two which is a24 movies uh talking about all those kinds of movies uh and i realized um maybe like the other day that i should say that this season's theme is play 24 because you can, you're, we're playing basketball and talking about A24. Just uh, some dudes hanging out. And if people despise that, um, just let me know, and I will, I will uh, end it all. Um, <laughs> if you are listening to this and are like, what's the point of listening to people play basketball? I would like to watch these people play basketball. You can. Patreon.com slash moving screen. That's all it is. It's $5 a month. You get every single episode I ever put out. Uh, all the basketballs. All season one, which is basketball movies. Watch me talk about Like like Mike and Airbud and Uncut Gems and Hoosiers and all that. But we're, we're play 24 now. And we're talking about... <laughs> and we're talking about 2017's The Witch. Right? 2017? 2016. 2016. I think it's 2016, yeah, because Anya Taylor-Joy's 20 in it, and she's born in 1996, Uh, (laughs) uh, as I see the look of sadness on your face. (laughs) Uh, I'm here with my friend Ben Schaefer. How are you doing? Good. Very good. Getting some sun. Yeah. Getting some hoops with my friend. It feels like the first time the sun's been out in a while. Literally. Uh, Which feels nice. For me, uh, the last episode I recorded was cloudy, and the episode before that it was rainy. So, so now we're here, and we're talking about (laughs) uh, a a little folk tale. Uh, I sort of wanted you on this one because you're from New England, Mm -hmm. right? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Uh, I'm wearing a Red Sox shirt. The only Massachusetts thing I own. Uh, I don't like the Red Sox, but I do have this shirt because I like Ryan Dempster, who is the player on the back. Um, And you're also uh, an archaeologist? 
I am a bioarchaeologist that specializes in molecular bioarchaeological methods. So yeah, and I knew all that. Yeah, uh, so kind of like bones, but <laughs> actually ethical. Uh, yeah, but and you work with Emily Deschanel. Yeah, exactly. She's like I'm her sidekick. <laughs> I'm like the intern in the lab. Yeah, and you're you're sort of always enhancing. That's what you wrote your dissertation on. Yeah, I'm like that person that's like. <laughs> need to work on this. I need to write. <laughs> oh, I need um, to spend all my time in the lab. Just kidding, I don't. It, uh, before we started getting in the movie, what uh, I like to ask what people's history with like basketball is, or sports in general. Ooh, that feels homophobic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is uh, America's number one homophobic podcast. Damn it. Uh, but I, I, I book... <laughs> I book gay guests just to belittle them. Yeah, so that $5 for that Patreon actually is coming to me. <laughs> um, God, my experience with sports slash basketball. Absolutely hated it growing up. Nice. Mostly because I was not a sports girly. Yeah. And I hated everything that my brother did, so naturally. You hated what? Everything that my brother did, so like uh, sports, basketball, I didn't care for it. Uh, but um, Do you still hate everything your brother does? No. Are you guys buds now? Yeah, we're actually pretty cool. I was back for the birth of my nephew, his son. Congrats. Thank you. So we're pretty chill. And I got to marry them at their wedding. Um, and the podcast is sponsored by Metro Rail. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> sponsored by Metro. The, Met the M in Metro is spelled the two upside down V's. Uh, um, just for this episode. That was really cool then. Um, but yeah, sports-wise, uh, my only claim to any sport title would be I'm a <laughs> state bowling champion back in Massachusetts. Hey! And I did that because I like free bowling. Yeah. And it didn't have an A code, so if I got caught doing drugs or drinking in high school, I could still do bowling. <laughs> That's cool. So hey. I, uh, I wasn't good enough to make my high school's bowling team, uh, but they did let me be the manager. So I <laughs> went to every practice and wrote down their scores, but I never bowled. Wait, how did you not make it? Not even JV? Uh, not even JV. I just, a lot of people tried out. Me and my friend Vince were the two that didn't make it. I had probably an under 100 average. Like, I wasn't good. You did what? An under 100 average. Uh, so not great. But uh, I did uh, varsity one conference that year and I'm in the team varsity picture because I was the varsity manager. Hell yeah. So I am enshrined in Oak Forest High School uh, infamy forever. I'll say it's almost like stolen valor. A little bit, but you know, I took team pictures and stuff too. I'll send it to you after oh and I'll God, put it please. up on the uh, Patreon video so people can see it right now. It's very embarrassing <laughs> uh, and also like very appropriate to who I am today. Um, it just makes sense. What, what was, I mean, state champion in bowling in Massachusetts seems like a kind of like you're really good at bowling. I don't know if I'm actually really good. Um, <laughs> my bowling ball was the heaviest for like the regulated yeah. weight. What was Because that? I was just 16 or 18? No, it was like a good, honestly, like 24, 26. Holy like it was shit. heavy. That's really heavy. And so I'd like pick it up and just like throw it. <laughs> and then I turn around and like not care sometimes. And that would piss people off. I bet. So, um, I think my average was about like 180, 190. So like not 
great, but still good. Yeah. For like a bowling team. Yeah. But uh. How how big was your school and like how many schools were in the bowling league? Oh. Uh, oh my God. I'm gonna expose myself as literally being from the witch. Uh, I grew up in a town of less than 300. Technically, in my town, there's three of us. So we went over to the next oh, district. There were three eight. of you? Yeah. Like, your fa- it was your, your family? Or three of you who oh, were like, in the middle school that went to your high school? Yeah, that. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, 300 overall in the town. Mostly my family, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, went to the next school. My graduating class was 83. And we were the largest. <laughs> the <laughs> next wild. largest one was, I think, 40-something. And we were cool. a public school, too. Yeah. Uh, what was the other question? Um, like, how many schools were in the district? Like, how, oh. how stiff was the competition? Uh, I don't know exact, but I'm going to say, like, eight or nine. Because yeah. we had a couple, like, regional ones where it'd be, like, eight or nine towns. Just because they're, like, out in the buck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the wild. But, uh... Yeah, we, like... I mean... I think we won conference, like, five years in a row. Maybe even more than that. Oh, wow. Uh, our team was pretty good. Uh, and even though I was just a manager, like, those were, like, the best sports experience in my life because I wasn't doing any sports, and I was just, like, hanging out with, like, my best friends, like, playing. I remember getting a DS for Christmas uh, and, like, showing it off to everybody. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing that while everyone was bowling. Uh, I remember one time I, we had a bowl at a, di- we had a practice at a different uh, bowling alley. You didn't have a bowling alley at your school, did you? No. That's My school also was like four hallways and our middle school was like <laughs> an adjudicated one on the side. When I tell people I was on the bowling team, they're like, your school had a bowling alley? I'm like, no, we went to the nearest bowling alley. Yeah, what? <laughs> we ain't rich. Uh, yeah, well, that's it. Sounds it sounds rich to someone whose school doesn't have a bowling team. You know, you're like that's true. It's it's a very it sounds very like white upper middle class, which I guess uh, I I'm like my school is probably right on the cusp of upper middle class, maybe not being upper. Okay, expose yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm semi-exposing myself, but <laughs> yeah, I can't hide who I am. Um, but I specifically remember we had to go to a different lane to practice and a kid's dad came to watch practice and his, I didn't know, his thermos was on my coat and I grabbed my coat because uh, oh. it was my coat yeah. uh, and uh, the thermos spilled and the thermos was filled with beer. <laughs> uh, and uh, wait, this at, is the son or the kid? Or this the is the the dad. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the dad brought a thermos full of beer to watch his son's bowling practice. I mean, this you is know one what? of the saddest uh, sentences I've ever spoke. I kind of understand. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of just alcoholic uh, dad syndrome. Uh, I'm a big, you know, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. Do you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. Oh my god, my grandmother was too. A lot of grandmas are. Yeah. They, they kind of think it's real. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, like growing up, I would watch with my friend Vince. We would, and his grandparents. Like, yeah. And we would be like rooting for the bad guys, and they would be like, "How can you root for such an evil man?" <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, like the WWE SmackDown, like Sunday night. Right. Uh, 9, 8, 7 central. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, but there, my dad does not like wrestling, but would take us to wrestling uh, if it was at the Allstate Arena, which is up in Rosemont. And I'm from the south side, so that's like an hour drive. Mm. Um, and uh, he, we thought it was very, our dad was just awesome because he would get us a limo to take us there. Um, but realizing now as an adult, it was so my dad could uh, drink as much as he wanted <laughs> at the wrestling event and not have to worry about uh, driving home or yeah. anything. So we were all impressed. <laughs> uh, and he's just like, I need to get through this somehow. I get that. I mean, dang, at least the parents are going, my parents never showed up really to any of my stuff for bowling. Uh, that, I mean, I guess my parents had no reason to show up to bowling, but I was on track and wrestling and they never really, I guess my mom showed up to track. My dad never showed up to either. Uh, he didn't like to see me get beat up. Aww. Uh, and my mom, uh, probably didn't either, but would come and sit on a nice sunny day and watch me lose races. That's so cute. I've only been to one high school wrestling match, and then um, I got a little hot and bothered, so I was like, I can't come back. You got what? Hot and bothered? <laughs> a little hot and bothered, and I'm like, I can't come back. <laughs> I can't do this to myself. Uh, that's Ooh. very funny. There is, I mean, there were multiple times where, like, I would, I was like 119 pounds in high school. I, I was sort of oscillating between 112, 119. Uh, and very often at a meet, there would be a girl there, and I would be like, she weighs as much as I do. We're going to wrestle, and she's going to beat me so bad. In like a uh, good way, or? Uh, in like no. a fantasy I was just way? like, I was nervous that the guys on the wrestling team would just mock me endlessly. So I was like, coach, if I have to wrestle a girl, I forfeit. And he's like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, I think she will beat me. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I, I can't hand handle that from these men. Uh, I, I don't think it ever came down to that, but it was a constant fear of mine. Have uh, you overcome your misogyny? Yeah. Actually, I would say, is it misogyny to be like, I don't want to lose to a girl? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just like, like, it's not that I'm like, I don't want to wrestle a girl because she's a girl. It's I don't want to wrestle her because I know these men are going to be misogynistic toward me. Misogynistic towards me? It's kind of like layered. I mean, it's not yeah, necessarily it like really layered. Everything's complicated. I'm a good person uh, in, in the abstract. Oh, exactly. If you weren't a good person, I would not be here shooting hoops. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we became friends through Elsie, friend of the show, past the future guest. I, I don't even know how you and Elsie met. I met Elsie through Olivia Perry. Oh, Shout out. Cool. Because her and I just started living together after I went through a wicked bad breakup. Oh, mm. um, and and there's a little uh, hint for the future. You said wicked bad breakup. <laughs> <laughs> you can just hear the Massachusettsisms, the Massholisms. Um, and then we lived together, and then she, I think, had a show at Laugh Factory because we lived over on Broadway. And I think Elsie came up or something like that. Cool. And then we just started hanging out like with yeah. Olivia every now and then. You guys are like best buds. Yeah. And then when I was moving back to Chicago, I was like, "What's your address? Like, maybe I'll try and find some like something over here." Uh huh. Because I'd rather live by friends than not. Right. You 
Ooh, and you found you are close. You don't even have to take the Amtrak to Midwest to go see your friends. But if you wanted to go to Milwaukee, uh, you could take that. Uh, if you had friends there, it'd be a nice and convenient way uh, to go about town. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess we can start talking about the movie. Usually we, we start playing the game and then start talking about the movie. Are you down with that? Yeah. Cool. Um, and you can go first. Uh, yeah, we're going to play a game to ten. You get to start because uh, you're my guest. And um, uh, it's threes or twos, twos or ones. And uh, we play to 10. It's make it, take it. So if you make a shot, then you get to keep the ball. Okay. Um, and that uh, you check the ball. Uh, you understand what, what that is. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm queer, not dumb. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's the quote. <laughs> <laughs> um, New brand merch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exclusive the on T-shirts. T-shirts. <laughs> Queer, not dumb. <laughs> um, yeah, we're gonna do. We're gonna ball, and we're gonna talk about uh, the the witch, uh, Robert Eggers's uh, debut film, Anya Taylor Joy's debut film. Oh, is it really? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. The movie she's been in. Um, and what uh, what a way to start. And I figured, yeah, since you're. Uh, you're a mass boy uh, who knows about history and stuff. This would be a good, this would be a, a little good uh, conversation we can have here while playing basketball. I'm excited. I love talking about witchcraft. Uh, so yeah, check it. Wait, when do we kiss? Uh, at the end of the game. Great. Okay. Oh shit. Oof. And. Uh, yeah, the witch. What, what's uh, when did you see this movie for the first time? The uh, first time. What's your history with it? It's out on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, yeah, when did you see it for the first time? First time I saw, it, I think it was twenty seventeen. I think it was like I had a movie night for my birthday, and I was like, oh, I need to see this. Mm -hmm. So. Watch that and Neon Demon for a twofer for whatever reason. Uh, what's Neon Demon? It's like this movie that looks at fashion, fashion modeling, and like oh God. the toxicity of that. Do I have oh, to check this? Cool. Or am I good? Uh, no, you don't have to. Um, so it's just like interesting, all about consumption issues and that stuff. But uh, yeah, then after that, I was like, okay, why did they literally. Make a movie about my family. <laughs> uh, yeah, which character do you relate to the most? Uh, hmm. I feel like there's two. I feel like the witch, obviously. Yeah. Because, like, she's serving C-word. I don't know if I can say that. Uh, you can say it, yeah. On this podcast. She's serving cookies. <laughs> serving cookies. Which is really delicious. Cookies and milk. And... And milk, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Definitely getting the milk. And then maybe Black Phillip. Sure. Oh. Uh, 
Just because you gotta live deliciously. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you gotta and, kill the patriarchy. And eat butter. Uh, that's it. I I saw this like I think during the pandemic, uh, or no, it had to be right before because I think I watched it before the White House. To <laughs> pre-insurrection. Like yeah, I had to watch it. Uh, the lighthouse not the white house (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) yeah i was like it was january 5th and i was like i need to watch the witch something (laughs) bad's gonna happen tomorrow you're like i just feel it in my bones (laughs) it's gonna happen that'd be incredible if i was sort of uh knowledgeable in that way but i definitely was like ready for the lighthouse really excited about it uh Uh, and knowing robert eggers made it i felt like i had to see uh his first movie which is this uh, and I'm very grateful that I didn't see it in a the theater because I could put subtitles on and uh, and understand what they're saying because they do speak in Old English with at least Ralph Innocent, uh very thick uh, accent. Yeah. I will say this is technically modern English. Oh, is it? Yeah. But well, he's taking... That, like, oldie time. Yes. Thing. Yeah, I mean, like, even Shakespeare... Uh, Chaucer is considered modern English, hmm. technically. Excellent. Uh, I, I, yeah, not, I guess not old English in the literal definition, but yeah. old English what in that it is English. not the English that is spoken at present. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, Ralph Innocent's voice is so fucking good. He's, he's the Green Knight in the Green Knight, another A24 movie. Uh, Who's he, the dad? He's the Green Knight. No, 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 I mean... Like, oh, yeah, the dad. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The really deep... He's yeah, sort of a strange-looking man. Yeah. Like, definitely... I don't know, which... Have you watched uh, The Bear? Like, the show? Yeah, on Netflix. I'm like, on up Hulu. to episode six or seven. It's, like, the emotional one. Yes. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for that right <laughs> now, so it's, like, waiting for me. Uh, I get that. I feel like... Uh, he, Ralph Innocent, looks like Richie from that show. Like, I feel like they could play Oh, siblings. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I like don't know if maybe, he could... siblings. What? Like cousins, siblings, something. Yeah. Oh, that guy has enough cousins on that show. Are you kidding me? That kitchen is uh, full. Yeah, the movie begins with them getting kicked out of a Puritan church. Church in town. Church in town. Uh... Nice. One nothing. Uh, and they are, but I, from my research, they're separatists in that they wanted to be separate from the Church of England. Yes. Uh, I watched this. I watched the movie last night, and then I put on the commentary this morning and just sort of like oh, listened cool. to it like a podcast. Kind of like the what is it the like the X-ray or whatever on uh, like Prime or you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I have general. it on Blu-ray, so I. Nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, or 4K, I should say. Uh, <laughs> My 4K TV. Um, My hashtag 4K, 4K squad. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, Robert Eggers said that they were separationists, so they didn't want they wanted to worship freely without the tyranny of the English uh, court, which I think the Pilgrims from the first Thanksgiving were also separatists. If I remember right, yeah, does that sound right to you? Yeah, so the pilgrims were separating from the Church of England so they could 
establish their own kind of like lay of the land with their own religious political beliefs. Yeah. They, uh, who is it, the, the father and the family separated, like you said, mostly because they wanted to interpret it the way they wanted to. And they're yeah. like, get out. You're good. <laughs> Honestly, if it wasn't them, like you're going to be accused for witchcraft, which kind of they were. Yeah. Right. And they talk about going into town a lot and it's always a threat. Like literally if we go to town, some, like they're going to, I don't know if anybody in town knows that, uh, well, I guess to get there, the they get kicked out of the town, um, yeah. and then they We're find a plot of land and like bow to it, and <laughs> then they built their home on this land, which is actually on, in Ontario, Canada. Interesting. Uh, I was saying, like, it's it's uh, it looks really good. I feel like it looks like what I would expect from Massachusetts at that time. I think they do a good job of hiding it. Literally, I was like. I could I, that this looks like New England. Yeah, um, and they did do wow. <laughs> three nothing. Um, yeah, and they uh, did do some shots in in Boston at like places that had those actual houses. Like the town is in Boston. Oh um, yeah, it's probably like Danvers or like somewhere around. Seattle. Yeah, so somewhere that just has that like old stuff that they could film in. Um, but after they get kicked out, uh, uh, Anya is watching their little baby Samuel playing peekaboo, saying, where are you? Uh, <laughs> like on I the edge is, of the forest, too. Uh, what? They're like on the edge of the forest. Right, like they're so very far close away. to it. Um, and uh, it's one of those yeah things where she's like, where are you? As like a little joke to make the baby smile because babies like to just hear the same noises repeated over and over. Uh, and then at the final, where are you? Uh, it's the final one because the baby's just not there anymore. <laughs> it's very scary, honestly. We love a good child sacrifice. Yeah, we love an abduction. Ooh. Ooh, that's a travel on my part. That was also a foul. <laughs> I'll give it back to you. Uh, okay. Because I'm winning. Yeah, you are. Because my back's hurting from carrying this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, baby's taken, and everyone kind of thinks it's a wolf. Uh, because I guess who else would snatch up a baby, but... None other than the witch. It's a witch. It's a freaking witch. Yeah. And we get to see the witch uh, cut open. Oh, uh, or, witch is naked, baby's naked. Probably a weird scene to shoot. Yeah, not where you think it's gonna go though. No. Kills it. <laughs> Does not fuck it. <laughs> uh, right, that's where you thought it was gonna go? I mean, not me personally, but definitely people would have. Um, Maybe. Yeah, Republicans watching this would have fucking lost their mind. Exactly. 3-1. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she uses, which is, like, a true thing, which is, like, use baby fat and, like, a bunch of other herbs uh, to rub on sticks to make them fly. Uh, what? <laughs> like, that's at least witch folklore. Wait, th to make them do what? To fly. Like, witches, brooms, fly. That's not... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what do you hear? Fuck. That's what I'm like, wait, excuse yeah. me? It's a, it's a big turn on for that. Uh, 
and uh, yeah, they use like baby fat and like a bunch of other like po like herbs and like poisons and stuff. Yeah, a lot and of that supposedly gave them the power to uh, to fly, <laughs> which uh, I mean, I guess there's no way to fact check that. Yeah, not gonna kill a baby. Not in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not in this episode. Maybe. Oh, maybe I'll do an episode about abortion. <laughs> uh, it specifically does need to be a uh, baby who is not baptized. Correct. Um, which Samuel is not, and that later the mom's like, he wasn't baptized. He's in hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he wasn't able to, right? Because they got kicked out before. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, once the baby disappears, the family is just in mourning and the movie is never really nice again. <laughs> yeah, it kind of changed the trajectory of their, yeah. everybody's lives. Have you ever seen that? Uh... <laughs> Reverse! <Three, two. laughs> Uh, have you ever seen that? It's like a tweet. It was a tweet. It's like a picture of like four hot guys and someone's like, uh, you see them at the bar. What do you do? And the person's like response was like, kill myself in front of them and change their, all of their life's trajectories. Literally my response to everything now. <laughs> hey, like, I mean, it kind of worked, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, quite literally. I got my all over your arm. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I do. See if I can get that on the footage. Uh, hey, I burn easily. Yeah, you're. I'm ginger. You're. Uh, let's say you're Irish. Yes, you're Irish thick. Exactly. Uh, Instagram, Twitter Pew. too. Yeah, pretty much everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did have a more professional one. B-shape <laughs> underscore. And then during the pandemic, I just said, whatever. Yeah, I, I'm applying for jobs right now, and I know a lot of people put their Twitters on private during that. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I'm not about that life. I did for a second, because I kind of exposed my department for a hot second. Then I was like, mm. You exposed your what? <laughs> my uh, department. Yes, oh, so. sure. And I was like, let me lock this real quick. Nice. Three, three. Um, yeah, I guess if you're talking shit, I do that I, now that we have close friends and stuff. I, like, still don't quite understand that, but, <laughs> like, how to use it, I'm like, I don't know. It is scary. Whenever Everybody's I talk shit friend. about someone, uh, I get really nervous about it. Uh, Especially if you're like, oh, shit, is this the right one? <laughs> I, yeah, I talk shit. Uh, one person recently who I know is friends with people on my close friends oh. uh, but I was just upset uh, and didn't care uh, and then another person who I think nobody on my close friends actually likes uh, and you can you can let yourself figure out who <laughs> and for an extra $20 we'll tell you right now <laughs> That's, yeah actually I should put like <laughs> uncensored version on Patreon where I just put up the names of the people you should uh Kind of like all stars where they have to like do the lipstick <laughs> except you it's a movie it's a movie cover of your friends yeah you're right <laughs> um i keep saying whoop 
Well, Get actually, open. I feel like that's a new thing for me. Uh, trend alert. Huh? Trend alert. Oh, yeah. Hashtag, uh, whoop. Um. <laughs> I mean, honestly, great, great offense there. <laughs> I don't know why no one ever does that in NBA. Oh, I would. I'd be like, thanks, babe. Four three. I always thought it'd be funny because in some sports they like mic up a player. Oh really? So you can like they're like, oh, and let's hear what uh, Fremont Green has had to say throughout the game. It's usually him being like, hey, next time you get the ball, just uh, yeah, look out for stuff. Uh. <laughs> But I've always thought it'd be funny if they were like, and let's see what Richie Owens is uh, saying. And I'm just like, <laughs> the whole time. And they were like, oh, okay. Okay, he. Uh... <laughs> we're not going to do this with him again. Forgot to have to push him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, but the witch. The witch. Why we're all here. Uh, Us and our friends. Yes. I, I should add in. A coven. <laughs> just up here. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually just all up in the air, just floating. I do have friends, like, at least one friend who's like, oh, yeah, my coven, like, very casually, we'll talk about her group chat with a bunch of women that is, I think, supposed to be legitimately a coven. But, oh, interesting. Uh, always. Kind of yeah, let's follow up on that and <laughs> see if that's true or not. Yeah, Courtney, reach out to me. Uh, I don't know what y'all do. Uh, but like, let us know. Yeah, hit it, hit us up. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, Anya Taylor Joy, uh, I feel like, is immediately suspected by her family, or they're at least uh, apprehensive about her. Mm-hmm. How she could let the the baby go. Uh, everybody in her family, like religious to a fault which i think is kind of a point of the movie like they all they all fall uh because of their beliefs and because of being not necessarily because they don't like they're not good christian or whatever protestants uh i think because they believe so heavily in their sins that they're committing that they convince themselves that they're bad people. Mm-hmm. Like, they are, they're all like, none of them are bad. Like, they just all think that because they've lied that they're gonna go to hell, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like what everybody's thinking, right? It's not necessarily like you can do your way out of it. It's like, no matter what. Right. We can do as much as we can to kind of. Not be on the center of hell, but, like, on yeah. the outskirts. And he talks about, like, fate. Uh, <laughs> I tried to move and it worked. <laughs> uh, good thing the people on the Metro couldn't see that. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think he... Uh, I can't remember what the dad's name is in the movie. I can't either. I think they just call him Father, right? <laughs> Maybe they have the uh, last name, but I think he has a name. It's like it's gonna say Tom, but that's what the that's what Anya's name is. Uh, oh yeah, Tom Linson. Tom Linson. It's a great name. Um, but uh, yeah, he he. The dad said something to like the boy whose name I'm also forgetting. Which one? 
the the one that he like goes into the woods with. The like Caleb one. Yeah, not the non twins. Yeah. The one who's like lusting after his sister. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who can blame him? <laughs> sister like that? <laughs> you kidding me? Hey, back in those days, a lot of those towns out there were founded by incest. I know that Conan Shout O'Brien. Shout out Adams. Uh, <laughs> Conan O'Brien did like a twenty three and Me thing, mm-hmm. and he is a hundred percent Irish, uh, which means that there is incest at some point in his familial line. Like, that makes so much sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the the dad says to Caleb like uh, w- like we're sort of fated to go where we're going to go like if the baby was meant to go to heaven he's going to heaven uh, if not like there's not there's nothing we can do basically uh, yeah and who knows the baby could have grown out to be a Supreme Court justice maybe uh, maybe uh, uh, a, a person so famous Lin-Manuel Miranda writes a hip-hop musical about called Sammy <laughs> Sammy and Sam Sammy <laughs> <laughs> okay. how does a baby <laughs> stolen by a witch uh, uh lots of uhs um and you're doing pretty good with the synopsis. Thank you. God. There we go. Is it 4-3 or 4-4? Four, four? I think it's 4-4. Four, 4-4? Four. Four, four? Cool. Roll the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I've said it before. Every time I edit this, I'm like, whoop, I was wrong. <laughs> it hasn't affected any outcomes yet. But... This may be that one. One day. Uh... So yeah, him, the dad and Caleb go out into the forest as you find a little green Power Ranger, uh, what are they called? Giblet? Uh, they go into your croc. Yeah, I think so. Uh, if you know what they're called, let us know. If you want to buy it, it's going to be $8,000. <laughs> yeah, one lucky Patreon subscriber for $8,000 can get it. Tag three friends, share <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag Green Power Ranger Basketball. <laughs> Which, uh, I really think like convoluted hashtags are funny. Whenever I have to post an episode of this, I'm trying to think of like the silliest things for hashtags that no one will read. <laughs> like, basketball movie podcast with Richie. Uh, hey, it's informative. Oh, nice. Got a two. I think it was. Yeah, so 6'4". Six 6'4", four. Six four, which is how tall I am. It's a joke I make sometimes. Correct. Uh, so after, yeah, the whole family sort of suspects her, the dad and the son go into the forest, or the woods, they say. They don't say forest. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's... I think there, it's is, the woods. Be- provides like more mysteriousness to it yeah uh, i would say is it it's not like a, a new england thing to call it the woods is it i mean we i guess we called it the woods too but we'd also say like i'm going into the forest well i guess it's different because like if it's woods i guess it provides different connotations for me yeah because like the forest is something that's like 
not necessarily groomed or planned, but it at least has some sort of like yeah, like eco engineering going on. Whereas yeah. like a forest is like untamed. I was gonna say in my uh, hometown, which is called Oak Forest, ooh, um, there's paths like bike paths winding through the forest. So I think you would say. Like, oh, I'm biking through the forest, but if you stopped biking and walked into the trees, you'd be going into the woods. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's like the uncharted-ness yeah. of it. Uh, so, yeah, they go into the woods to try to find the baby and try to find some stuff that they've trapped. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they kind of accept that the baby's just gone, and the stuff that they trapped is, uh, is not there. Like, the trap is activated, but there's nothing in it. Uh, that's when the dad admits that he stole his wife's silver cup. It's like uh, a family heirloom? Yeah, stole, sold it for, I think, bait for food. Yeah, I think it was a couple of things. It was a couple right? of things, yeah. Because um, definitely the trap, definitely some food, some yes. bait. Um, and they don't really find any. Oh, they see a hare mm -hmm. who comes in. According to Robert Eggers, great actor, the hare. Uh, and in which folk tales, uh, they often took the shape of a hare. Uh, oh. uh, similar with the goat, who, I guess, comes in like now. Black Phillip? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I guess, like, as an established character. Because we like, see him. I think we see him in the past year, but we, like, don't. No, yeah, we, like, the, his first introduction is that it's, like, Thomas and Anya Taylor-Joy, the mom and the twins, and the twins are singing a song about Black Phillip. That's, like, how do you know yeah, yeah, yeah. a song? And the parents don't really question it. Maybe they just think their kids are clever Sketchy. musicians. Uh, but the twins at some point are, like, uh, are like, hey, we... We talked to this goat, by the way. Uh -huh. uh, and Anya's like, wow. Is that true? Uh, spoiler alert, it seems to be true. <laughs> uh, Robert Eggers also said that uh, the Black Phillip actor is the worst of, of them all. Oh, really? Uh, oh, yeah. He's like, I don't know if it's possible to train a goat. Uh, it, like there's there are multiple shots where he was like yeah we had to CGI out like people like handlers like oh. holding in, in place dang you well I guess that makes sense right? uh, like, it I does like and that's are... like CGI in that instance is like very interesting to me like to erase to erase that that kind of stuff yeah uh, unlike that Marvel crap uh, I don't, er, hey, Marvel is real. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I thought it was all fake. Um, that's interesting. Did you learn that in? I saw it on YouTube. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it wasn't in one of your doctor classes. Are you a doctor? Not yet. <clears throat> I will be defending soon, though. I actually wow. just submitted my dissertation and all that to the college and whatnot. So now I'm just waiting on my committee. Cool. So what? hopefully next month. It, uh, where, what college? The grad college at UIC. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is that something that uh, like we can come support you at? 
And by we, I mean me and Elsie and not people listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, most of my committee is, like, not here in Chicago. Uh, it's like, not in Chicago? Yeah, okay. so I think we're going to be doing Zoom or hybrid. Cool. Uh, Zoom, there'll be a link, so you can just hop on. Yeah, not. sweet. Uh, if it's hybrid, again, Zoom Plus will probably be somewhere at UIC. Yeah. So you can come in person if you want. It's public. It's open to anybody. Cool. You know, some person could just be like, hmm, human <laughs> sacrifice. Let me check this out real quick. I think it sounds cool. I watched uh, Do you know Ummer? Uh, uh, he's, he's an LC friend, my friend. I feel like you've, y'all have talked about him, like, around me, but I don't, mm. or them. I don't know who they are, though. He is, uh, he is a doctor. He did his dissertation on, like, scuttlefish uh, uh, camouflage. Oh, my God. Wait, I would actually have a lot of stuff to talk about. Because <laughs> there's so, like, <laughs> nerding out. Um because that's sort of the integumentary system, how that changes. And I also studied the integumentary oh, system. Oh, really? And there's like, um, I learned from a fish guy. That's funny. In my symposium. The guy from Shape of Water. Yeah, the guy from The Shape of Water. I found out that fish teeth are, are something about the genetic coding is similar to human coding for some other physiological development. Wow. And I was like, huh. That's the more you know. Yeah, truly. And I watched a whole presentation about how scuttlefish uh, camouflage themselves in different situations. Dang, wait, where was he? You Chicago? Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I probably know his advisor. Very possible. It was a cool thing, even though I knew nothing about it, and it's nice to... I guess, is that the point of dissertation, that anybody can watch it and learn something? Or is it supposed to be kind of, like, so academic that uh, a, a nerd like me, and by nerd, I mean, uh, like, someone who doesn't know anything, um can go and like could go and understand um i guess that's probably like the like thinking about it like that's probably the best outcome to think about it yeah but anybody can go because it's mostly of the academic coming out as a public academic sure and showing the work yeah um that being said though i mean yeah anybody could really go it doesn't really matter you can even ask questions if you want cool like at my master's defense for anthropology i had like yeah. some random people that came in because they were like human sacrifice that's sweet um and sat down and was like i literally have no idea who they were <laughs> and they told me that they just saw like the advertisement as their son was um looking at georgia state at the time mm. i was like welcome that's cool yeah <laughs> thank you uh but i feel yeah, like that takes guts honestly to like walk into something like that and to ask questions yeah, like I feel Maybe like I don't even ask questions at like academic conferences because no. I'm like mine are more like a one-on-one type, and mm. I hate the people that are like, actually, yeah. like who's your biggest influence? Yeah, <laughs> or like I've had people be like, children don't have hair, and I'm like, have you met a child? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. I can prove that this is false. But I'm like, it's okay to know children. <laughs> you're not gonna get Some, a case. Uh, so if you really wanna. Uh, weird out a a woman or a person who can get pregnant I should say um, uh, or a person who is pregnant let them know that there is hair inside their uh, body at that moment yeah <laughs> and fingernails too and that sort of will gross them out and there's about like 50 teeth in that child's skull just developing mm-hmm. very cool so <laughs> there's all that but yeah if you want to come support I will let you know yeah please do oh. Learn a little bit about human sacrifice in the Andes? Uh, yeah, that truly is very interesting to me. Uh, and I guess, do you know anything about, like, the the witch trials? Uh, like, Salem stuff? Oh my god, I do. I should have brought my witch hat. Dang. 
So I actually know a lot about this because the Salem Witch Trials are really interesting because it's not the first witch trial to yeah, happen. Yeah, I read that there was something in somewhere else that started with an S. Like maybe Sao Paulo? Oh, maybe. I mean, they're pretty much all over Europe and pretty much New England too, but a lot of the first ones started out in Connecticut. Okay. In like the mid-17th century, so like 1640s-ish up until about Salem, which is Salem was like more the end tale of it. Yeah. But it's also a really interesting time period because of all the other social context things that are happening. Right. So where should I begin? Uh, wherever you want. I mean, honestly, that's, that's all very interesting. The, the, I feel like also maybe Salem, I guess Salem is now like a, a cool Halloween-y word because of Salem, but mm-hmm. I feel like even before anything, uh, bad shot from me, even before any of that stuff, I feel like Salem is like a, yeah, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the witchcraft that happened here because it sounds more appropriate than like, uh, like Jeanville, Connecticut or whatever. Yeah. Other <clears throat> that and because like, so we already have all these trials going on, right? In the 60s, 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 70s, 80s. At that time, you see influenza epidemics happening all over. You also see smallpox popping mm-hmm. up and now because the British brought over smallpox to kill most of the indigenous people. Yeah. Uh, shout out Amherst. That's how that town got its name. Fuck you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for this time, around the 80, 1683 up until about, I think, 1690, there was also the indigenous wars going on against the like Canada and... Or, the French and the English, and then they kind of formalize that war. Mm. So there's so much going on that, like, it makes sense that everybody's just, like, on edge, period. Yeah. But also, we have the Catholic, um, who is it, King James, I believe, gets ousted, and then now seating in the throne in England is the... Is the Metra. The what? The Metra. Is, the Metra. Yeah. And famously... Yeah, they, they used to uh, make the witches get into a metro and uh, drive the metro into the ocean, and if they could escape, then they weren't a witch. <laughs> yeah, so like we have now William III and Mary II on the throne who are Protestant. Mm. Shout out William Mary College, because they're the ones that get that land grant. <laughs> um, but because of that, we also have a changing political uh, system, too. So you can't rely on spectral evidence basically being like, I saw yeah. Goody Richie Goody good wearing a flannel yeah. on the north side. <laughs> Which, <clears throat> now you actually have to have like actual evidence. Yeah. You have to show, you need to have multiple people corroborate your... Uh, Seven, yeah, four. Um, corroborate these accounts. And so because of that, that's why you see like this kind of modernized political system mixing with the old and it's just like obviously haywire yeah uh i mean this this movie to like base a lot of its dialogue and stuff from documents of the era so it's like like there's one speech in particular that it's uh the dad talking to uh thomason and he's saying like he's giving her a speech basically be like just admit that you're a witch and she's like, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole speech was like a speech a man actually like gave his life. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that that part of this movie is really cool. I think that they really kind of nailed the authenticity thing. Of it. Yeah. Um, but so 
everything's going haywire politically because there's like both like a new government coming in and new religions that are from England that are mm -hmm. screwing up how people have always thought, right? Yeah. And then you have like other fucking idiots like the Mather, like Cotton Mather. Idiot. <laughs> who <clears throat> was like a clergyman and who was like a main proponent in the witch trials. And then he wrote this book about it, basically saying he's coming at the trials that he presided over as a historian. Um, and then he got shit on. He like published his book and people were like, this ain't it, chief. <laughs> and then he'd like try to do some other kind of venture. Um, obviously everything nefarious. Had an enslaved African that he named after an enslaved person in the Bible, I guess, Onesimus. That's a level of like self-awareness that is uh, insane and, I mean, obviously problematic for multiple reasons, but somehow makes it worse. Oh, it just gets worse from there. <laughs> so his uh, enslaved African, I don't know, like his servant, I don't yeah. know exactly what to call him, taught Cotton Mathers also about um, inoculation to smallpox mm. and doing like the small little microdoses of it. Because yeah. at that time, everybody was just like, germs <laughs> must be a witch. Oh, nice shot. Seven, five. So yeah, everything's just like weird. Um, people are getting accused left and right. The main hypothesis at the moment is that people started going crazy or becoming insane, whatever. Yeah. Because of a bacterial infection, I believe, mm. to mushrooms and bread and wheat. Yeah. And I read a little bit about that. Yeah. That like psychedelic sort of stuff making them feel like the world is ending, which I can't imagine. I can't imagine accidentally taking mushrooms. Yeah, especially there. So that's why I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel like you'd have to recognize these mushrooms or that wheat as yeah. food first yes. before ingesting it. So I'm like, we could test the, this hypothesis and see if they're actually doing it. Right. The issue is we need to find out where their bodies are. Right. The secondary issue is that when they were hanged or pressed or essentially ritually killed yeah. or executed, um, <laughs> they just tossed their bodies in mid middens. So we have no idea where they are. Uh, oh shit! Like, yeah, there's just no way for history to check up on that. Yeah, so, so it's we, like, that's why it's still a hypothesis. Yeah, that's like crazy. I mean, it kind of makes sense. They've seen some like genomes from like some samples, but again, it's like uh, like I don't eat seafood, but everybody, a lot of other people do. Yeah. So it's like, does that make me not? <laughs> like I wouldn't see that as food, but you might tell me that I am in my death. I don't sure. Know. But uh, yeah, so all that started happening. Uh, for the most part, it was all these girlies that were couldn't handle their drugs, <laughs> and basically blamed Tichaba, who is a. I don't think she was enslaved, but she was maybe a former enslaved African from the Caribbean. Okay. Uh, who came up to New England? Actually, I think she might have been. I'll double check that. Um, and so obviously there was a lot of misogynoir, racism, misogyny, yeah. etc. And so everything got blamed that Tichaba. But I'm assuming also, she was probably one of the only people that knew how to cook with spices. Mm. So right, oh. yeah. There's a there's a part in this movie. That'll be a cool shot. Uh, there's a part <laughs> in this movie where they're eating like flat cornbread because that's all they can make, and it's mm -hmm. like the food that they can eat that these people had to eat, I guess. Uh, 
probably not the most uh, fulfilling. So when someone's like, yeah, I'm just going to throw some like cumin in this, they're like, huh? Yeah, like even maybe a little salt, <laughs> just a pinch. But no, for real. I mean, like back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, I mean like 1300s. Yeah. At Oxford and like uh, Cambridge, all these universities, you could get a degree in magic. But like oh, yeah. what that translates to like green magic, white magic, green mm. magic, like botany gardening all these things sure. that we've changed names i guess yeah, yeah yeah so like again even knowing just like what herbs do what is going to be like mm -hmm. too much yeah you're like a an alchemist kind of yeah uh oh. and that makes people think that you are i mean i'm sure that some people were doing it to try to do like you know like culinary differences or like, trying like not even like I, I think that there's probably some people who are doing it to try to do like spells or like not like I don't think necessarily evil stuff but like yeah um, <clears throat> something Robert Eggers said um, is that like the witch folk tales that like are still prevalent today are like all based on accounts of witches truly I mean not truly but the ones that people would say like there's a witch this is what happened mm -hmm. like that's still that's actually like what it was like steal my baby eat it uh ride on a broom yeah uh and it's like also as a commentary on like a lot of these things like stealing the baby child sacrifice is very different from an adult sacrifice mm -hmm. but then also having this like witch woman that wants to sacrifice the child and all this femininity and right. differences away from patriarchy so like Seven, commentary six. on that a little bit because of all the feminist uh, connotations that yeah. get unrightfully imbued with this. It's from also, I mean, uh, very possibly some people uh, didn't take care of their babies. The babies died, and then they were like, "Which?" Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> when it comes to said. like new environments for settler colonial settler yeah. <clears throat> colonists. They're not the smartest. No. Like, for example, in when the Spanish was colonizing Peru, when they got the Cusco, a bunch of Spanish women were just, like, having miscarriages left and right because they're like, oh, what's going on? Uh -huh. Well, there's less oxygen because you're so far up, uh. so they're not getting enough because it's extreme cardio for them compared to people that are from there and are used to it. That makes sense. And so I'm like, you didn't think going up would be, <laughs> like... They don't... I mean, even as of... Uh, I think it was, maybe it was, I think it was two Christmases ago, my friend Lara and my friend Julie were going to climb Kilimanjaro. Oh, wow. Uh, and they did it. Uh, they said it was the toughest thing they've ever had to do. They all, they both cried. Uh, maybe someone got diarrhea on the mountain. Who knows? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> also, my friend uh, Carter was there, my friend Sean. Um, but they, uh, like, it was literally, like, the day before they left. And I was like, oh, how tall is Kilimanjaro? They were like, we don't know. And I was like, okay, how, how far of a hike are you guys taking? And they're like, we should look that up. <laughs> Jeez. Like, they had the uh, Ooh, nice. eight, six. Uh, like, they, they, they were prepared. Like, they had hiking stuff. They had altitude medicine. They just like didn't know the facts, and it's very, I guess, I mean, what especially back they? then when you can't just like Google. <laughs> yeah. You know, like 
will I get sick on mountain? Wait, what kind of medicine do they have? Like cocaine? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they had cocaine and they were just really fucking high the whole time. I mean, um, we chew coca leaves to help with the altitude in Peru. What was that? We chew coca leaves in Peru to help with the altitude. Oh, really? Yeah. And betel root in the Philippines, which is kind of similar. Can come from cocoa leaves? I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, baby, there's a whole <laughs> issue with Coca-Cola and how they I essentially know they criminalized. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't no. Hate you. you can have it. We were fighting after the ball. That's the spirit of the game. Not my first rodeo. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have thought, like, I know people like grow weed at home. Uh, nine, six. Yeah. Uh, game point for me. Um, I know people grow weed at home. Like, can I grow some coca leaves at home? Can I make cocaine at my house? Not that I would want to. I guess you could if you have the right temperature. What temperature is needed? Really hot. Well, it's like that, and you need to kind of like mimic the altitude because yeah. they only grow in a certain specific spot in the Andes. Um, so I guess you'd have to figure that out. Maybe. <laughs> hey, let's try it. That'll be a bonus episode of the show. <laughs> you and me try to grow coke and then do the coke that we've done, <laughs> that we've grown. Uh, I did say on my Bodies, Bodies, Bodies episode that I kind of want to do a season of the show about drug movies. Ooh. Uh, and do the drugs. Okay. Before recording. Ooh, I win. That's the end of the game, and the, and the metro comes by, and, and uh, Amtrak Midwest, Northwest Northeast Regional. Wow! I won! Um, that happens every time I win, specifically. The train oh, just yeah. waits there, and then <laughs> they hear me say, I won! Uh, oh, there you go. There you go, Richie. Okay, since the, uh, the game is done, we're not done. There's still some movie to talk about. Still got some witches to learn about. And we're going to play horse. But instead of horse, uh, or instead of pig, we're going to play Vavich. Uh, V-V-I-T-C-H. Uh, which will maybe be too long. But who cares? <laughs> I got nowhere else to be. I have a psychiatrist appointment at four. Yeah. That's it. Uh, so yeah, I take a shot. If I make it, then you have to mimic that shot. If you don't make it, then uh, you get a letter, and we play till one of us has that word. <laughs> you know how to play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm queer, not dumb. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I truly do feel like I have to make T-shirts that, that yeah, say that, brand uh, new, and just give you ninety percent of the profits. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna shoot this one-handed from right here. Um, so, we still, I guess we still have some actual witch stuff. Is there anything else that you can think of? We sort of stopped with, uh, Peru babies, uh, or babies dying on the, uh, incline. Right. You were talking about altitude. Altitude. Why did I say Uh, that? Then the witch. Oh, new environments. Yeah. Right. Uh... I don't know. I forgot. But <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I mean, all this stuff started getting like a little bit funky, and then honestly, once John Winthrop Jr., who was the former governor of Connecticut, uh, um, 
He kind of becomes like this like weird constable that everybody like loves slash hates. And he presides over these uh, towards the end and basically like we need to see we need to have multiple people say the exact same thing. Once that he kind of established that, accusations went way down. Yeah. That's Is I just watched time? the movie um, Wild Things. Uh, like Denise Richards, uh, Nev Campbell, Matt Dillon, famous oh. like lesbian makeout scene in the pool. Um, but that's like Denise. Uh, trigger warning: sexual assault. Denise Richards. Uh, uh, also, I guess spoiler alert for that. Denise Richards claims that Matt Dillon raped her, and uh, she's a high school student of his. Uh, and he, she says that he said little girls can't make him come. And then they, the cops find Nev Campbell, and she says, he raped me. And uh, they're like, are, are you, like, what, can you be more specific? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, he said, little, little bitches never make me come. And they're like, we got him. Uh, there we go. And then a whole other crazy sequence of events happens in that movie. Um, which is weird. <laughs> kind of good. Um, yeah, the whole like corroborating what was said. I can. It's funny that people were like, "Oh man." No, yeah, literally. <laughs> like it went like down by like fourfold. <laughs> by like what? <clears throat> fourfold of like accusations. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so then they started kind of like on the tail end, mostly because people were like, "Yo, what the fuck is Salem doing?" Because mm-hmm. again, like by the time there's been so many witch trials throughout New England. Yeah. Like twenty years prior, people were like, "Yo, like, <laughs> yeah, hey, we've been done with this for a while. I don't know why you're still doing it." Yeah, but I guess it's like, yeah, like this. I think about like since I grew up in Western Mass, like the Berkshires, like stuff happens in the city, and then it takes a while for it to trickle yeah. back. So yeah. I can see like people being like, "Oh, the Salem Village, modern day Danvers." They'll figure it out, and like nobody goes and tells them anything. <laughs> they just kind of do whatever. How far away is uh, Salem from from Boston? Um. Driving, I'm not entirely sure. Probably like a good hour. Okay. But you can take the train from Boston up, and it's like 30 minutes. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna shoot the ball, and I'm gonna hit it off the backboard, and it's gonna miss. So I'm gonna catch it down there, and I'm gonna shoot it. Damn it! Thank God. Any <laughs> anything intricate I do, it doesn't work, and I really want it to. <laughs> Okay, so you have to miss it four times. <laughs> I also just really want to bounce one in. Oh, Ugh. I thought that was gonna go. Me too. Um, yeah, so it's not that far, but like, I mean, back in the day, it's probably like a yeah, good couple a hours. Because yeah. they're like the paths are fucked. It's. I also learned. I mean, I've driven in Boston once in my life. Uh, <laughs> worst city I've ever driven in. Yeah. And I heard that their roads are just literally paved over horse paths. Like, that's why they don't. Yeah, that and, like, old indigenous paths. Um, otherwise, beautiful city. Yeah, we actually have, like, the world's smallest street, too, surprisingly. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. I had to do a, what is it, a three-point turn and back up on it. <laughs> that was part of my driving test. Nice. But I did not, I was not taught how to use blinkers. Not taught how to use blinkers? Yeah. That's wild. Ooh. Um, my my driver's ed teacher was like, uh, 
they told us we don't have to teach you how to parallel park, so we're not going to. Uh, so I never really learned that I still get really bad performance uh, anxiety when it comes to parallel parking. That's fair. I'm definitely not the best back rubber. <laughs> and so cars with the cameras now, I'm like, thank God. That, yeah, I really, like, I know that, I think all cars have that now, but I am like, if I get a car, that is, like, absolutely necessary for me. I, like, uh, just rented a car when I went to a concert the other day, or when I was in D.C., and it had cameras on all four sides. That's cool. Yeah, I was like, what the? Okay. Um... The, uh, the witch, we, we, we got down to them going into the woods, uh, and the mom is pissed. Yeah, she's, like, not forgiving to the daughter, yeah, continues not, to blame her. Not forgiving to the daughter, doesn't even like that the son, uh, went out of, like, the area, and the son lies and was like, we, we're trying to find you apples, and she thinks that's really nice. Yeah. Uh, which comes back in a cool way later. Uh, and they, uh, uh, for this one, I'm going to, I'm going to jump. And then once I land, I'm going to shoot. Okay. Uh, missed it. Uh, they... Ooh, there you go. I'm gonna get a V. Uh, and yeah, it is called the Vivich, uh specifically because, and I got a V, uh, specifically because that's how it was typed back then in the books and stuff. Exactly. Uh, because also English wasn't standardized. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, so any kind of spelling just worked. <laughs> and you see that in gravestones too. Uh, yeah, that's like, I feel like, uh, I mean, like ye old shop or whatever, I feel like that's also just them being like, oh. yeah. looks like it says old to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from and those E's literally come from the Francization of English back in 1066. Cool. I knew you'd be a good guess for this one. <laughs> I feel typecasted. No. Only a little bit. Whoa. Wow, I did not think that was going in. You did it. Um. Oh. The, uh, yeah, I did mention, like, wanting to do drugs, and I do want to do, like, midsummer on mushrooms. Uh, and watch this. Yeah. Uh, so maybe Part maybe I'll have you back for that because that was the other A24 movie you said that you would want to talk about. Wait, which one? Midsummer. Oh, yes. Um, I watched that for like... Probably most accurate uh, mushroom depiction. Yeah, probably also the most accurate like sacrifice I've seen on screen. That's, I mean, fuck. I know we're not talking about that movie, but when the guy jumps off the fucking thing. The hot stippa. And then they hit him with a hammer. Dude, hot stippa is like insane. <laughs> Any kind of like ritual execution of old people is like. Do you think if you went to that midsummer knowing 
all the things you know now uh, that you would have been like freaked out to see that no. you would have just been like oh yeah I, I read about this yeah, I've been like, pass the popcorn, <laughs> pass the mushrooms. Can I hammer his head in? <laughs> My turn. <laughs> no, but yeah, probably for real, because, I mean, being a bioarchaeologist, I've definitely uncovered graves, dead people, but then as a forensic anthropologist, digging up and uh, recovering the squishy, fleshy stuff. So, how long does it <laughs> something take like that would be like, cool. To decompose. I guess it depends on how they were. What? How long does it take for flesh to fully decompose? Uh, depends on one temperature and two body composition. Uh -huh. So if you're heavier and you have a lot more adipose tissue, yeah. you're probably going to decompose faster. Oh, yeah. Because you're going to have all that blow and the putrefaction happening in your stomach and stuff like that. Interesting. Bugs, mostly uh, bot flies and stuff, are going to come colonize your nose, eyes, genitals, butthole, Great. armpits, the hot spots. Yeah then that's gonna like alert other people and then once you're in post blow all that stuff comes right out of the body Shit. and so with like s more slender type people they, they don't have as much like adipose or fat tissue uh -huh. so it kind of depends bugs aren't as attracted to them yeah like it, the type of heat the people would probably decompose in like a week oh shit. but i've worked cases one here in chicago where i don't know if you remember uh that polar vortex we had back in 2019 uh, uh, it was like negative. I was 40. in New York at that point. Wait, no. Yeah, no, I would have been in New York. Okay. Um, there was an unhoused person that was living in their car off Lakeshore Drive that mm. mummified. Oh, shit. Because it got so cold for them. And uh, so for that, like, people can mummify too. From right here. It's a whole thing. Uh, that's so, wild. Yeah. I think the quick quickest I've seen someone decompose is. Two days in the Tennessee heat. Shit. Yeah. But you've dug up other bodies that are just like still fresh and, and goofy. Oh yeah. I mostly cool. work with a lot of mummies in Peru. Nice. So they'll still have like they'll be like desiccated a little bit, not as like fleshy per se. Mm hmm But still they're just dehydrated. This is it regular free throw? Yeah. Or did you shoot it in the I kind of did like a backflip 360. <laughs> I don't know if okay, you saw it. I wasn't sure if you wanted me to do that. And I get, <laughs> ah! Ooh, nice. Yeah, for the uh, Patreon watchers, it's just like there's some wild stabilization features on the GoPros. So it looks like I didn't move at all. But I did. And for the listeners, uh, yeah, don't fucking shut the fuck up. <laughs> He didn't see shit. Uh, Ooh, nice. Okay, we're warming up. Yeah, we're getting we're getting somewhere. Even though only got one of the ITC six letters. Um, the. Uh, Yeah, after the the dad and the son go into the the woods, uh, Thomason and the son go into the, oh I guess before that Thomason is like washing her dad's shirt. Uh, Caleb is looking at her boobs, uh, which I guess have just appeared. <laughs> uh, I mean the parents are like she just became a woman. Uh, She's like fully thirteen. 
Ooh. And, uh, yeah, he's sort of uh, lusting after his sister. VV. V2V, not VV. Then their like little twin sister comes in and is saying that she's the witch, and Anya's like, "No, I am," and scares the shit out of her little sister, and out of her brother too. They're mm-hmm. all kind of scared by it. Uh, that also comes back to bite her in the ass. It does make like Robert Edgar said that this like movie what is supposed to be taken literally. Like the witch is not. Oh, not take it literally. Uh, it's supposed to be taken literally. The witch is oh. a character. Like, it's not supposed to be some sort of... Abstract. Yeah, abstract thing. But gotcha. there are, I think I read five things in the movie that can tie it to reality as instead of supernatural. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you remember what those five are? I don't. It just said that there are five. Uh, and I, I don't know if those are, like, supposed to be a secret or what? Uh, left-handed. Uh, so I like right here. Yeah, and with your left hand. Oh, VV to V, or W to V. <laughs> um, it's interesting I didn't use U twice for W. Instead of the V, but I guess there's probably they probably see for U's too. Well, I think they did the V because it's a nice pointy, but mm. they did use the lowercase U's. Sure. <coughs> okay, that would make sense. Um, going to spin it back to myself and then miss the shot. Uh. Yeah, I do. Do you think that uh, Thomason is the witch? Like, I guess you never see her in. You see her and the witch in the same room, I guess, in the at the end. But yeah, I don't necessarily think that she's. Like, I th- yes, I think at the end, obviously. Yes, I but I think it's a constant transition of her coming into her own. Like, I think the witch for her specifically is her developing into one. As yeah. she becomes a teenager, she gets boobs. She becomes this like yeah, wayward woman in this time period because she's like, and I don't want to uh, do this. I don't want to do that. And Robert Eggers was like, I specifically cast her because she like doesn't look Puritan. Like she's going to like when you watch it, she you look at her and you think of someone who's going to like escape from the the church or not want to be confined to their rules. Right, and I think like what's so interesting too is when they make the comment of. Uh, Nobody wants my corn or whatever they say when yeah, the corn's yeah. not harvesting well. Like, if you even think about how she's, like, kind of already outside on the outskirts of the family, mm-hmm. food is that thing that's, like, literally I'm making it for you, so I'm giving you my flesh and blood mm-hmm. to reincorporate you into my family. Mm-hmm. So even then, like, the food's disrupted. Like, the whole family starts to go all, like, automatically. Yeah. It's so it's Like, it's so layered. But, um, yeah, so... I think she transitions into becoming a witch, but yeah, I don't think I, she's the witch. You don't think she's the one who's doing all the stuff throughout? Yeah, like, I think it's just happenstance. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's happenstance, but I think it is. 
I feel like there's just a literal uh, crazy idiot here uh, in, the, in the woods. Um, there, uh, there's a book called uh, Lapvona, L-A-P-V-O-N-A, by Otessa Moschweg, who wrote uh, My Year of Rest and Relaxation. Um, and uh, that, I think, is a nice companion piece to this movie. Uh, and it also had, like, a witch character uh but who like breastfeeds like a deformed little boy uh who doesn't have a mom mm. uh it's really fucked up but i was grinning from ear to ear the whole time <laughs> uh i made katie i didn't make katie read it uh uh katie from peanut palette um but I was reading it, and she was like, oh, I want to read this. And I was like, read it. <laughs> and then, yeah, we were both like, she was like, holy shit, this is fucked up. I love it. <laughs> and I, I recommend it highly. Um, but, yeah, she, I think that there's probably just a crazy, crazy old lady. Uh, uh, Thomason and her brother go into the woods, and like, later, and... I, oh, just to pick up the trappings and stuff, I think. Uh, it's them, the horse, and the dog. The dog sort of goes crazy and runs away. Uh, Caleb tries to chase after the dog. Thomason falls off the horse. The horse runs away. And then uh, we see the dog dead. Or not even dead. It's still breathing. Yeah, he's, like, mutilated a little bit, uh -huh. right? Yeah, you can see it's, like, entrails and stuff. Um, and then... Caleb comes upon a, a house and a very sexy lady comes out uh, who's like an, a literal model uh, and they cast a model in that because they knew that they would just because like Robert Eger said models are really good at um, like if you give them the character they're just going to come in and especially if there's no speaking just know how to do it and they don't really need any direction so like they did it very quickly and that was also uh, the kid's first kiss. Oh. Uh, it's like a Victoria's Secret. So, so good for him. And he has a really great name, uh, which I feel like I have to look up right now because uh, I forgot it, but I did make note to mention it. Um, doo -doo -doo. And of course, the kid's name is Harvey Scrimshaw. Harvey Scrimshaw? Uh-huh. That's a name. No, that is a name. Truly. So, he's at the witch's house, making out with her. He's at the witch's house, they kiss, uh, and then he sort of disappears for the night. Mm -hmm. They go looking out for him. Oh, right there. Oh, you made it? Yeah. Get back. Right here? Yeah. Just a regular old shot? Gotta do like a backflip. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Ooh, we got the uh, the double V's. Uh, and the whole family's fighting. That's when I think that's when the mom's like, "Hey, yo, where's my silver cup?" Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> daughter. <laughs> And she's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> she's like, you sold it for witchcraft. Yeah. And then the dad sort of lets that happen. She goes outside to let the goats in the 
barn or something and mm -hmm. finds her nude brother all cut up. Wasn't he like, no, I thought they found him. They filmed him with like uh, nude leggings on or something. Like, wasn't he like on the, uh, like the the fence? Yeah, he's on the fence post, yeah, and yeah. he's uh, he's naked. Uh, Nonverbal. There's a point later on in the movie where Anya Taylor Joy is naked. Uh, that was also like wearing nude underpants, and then CGI'd out. So sorry to to disappoint anybody who's looking up the the witch nudity like I do for every movie. Um, oh, good try. Uh, VVI for you, VV for me. Uh, VVI to VV. And now I'm sort of behind uh, this bush on this lamp post. Uh, oh. Ugh. I thought it was good. I did too, honestly. I try that in every conceivable way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was not planned well. I, uh, I'll give you another chance at that since you technically didn't take a shot. Thank you. Um, Yeah, then, yeah, she finds the brother naked, brings him up to the room. That's when the the twins are like, she told us she's a witch. Mm -hmm. uh, They're like, she's a witch, she's they, a witch. They rat her out. Uh, oh, fuck. No. And then, yeah, she rats them out. Cause she's like, they talked to Black Phillip. They talked to the goat. Uh... There's a lot of talk in basketball about who the GOAT is, uh, greatest of all time. But in this, there's one GOAT. That's Black Phillip, the, the GOATest of all time. Um, nope. And yeah, then it's just like real insanity. After it's already like just tense the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, it's nice listening to the to the. Uh, oh, close! It's nice listening to the uh, commentary because there are times when Robert Eggers is like, "I fucking hate this shot." <laughs> uh, he's like, "This does not look like how I want it to look." Uh, the dog is wrong for the er for the era. Oh, um, true. Granny style. There were some things that I did clock in the beginning where I'm like, baby, that is a 15th century Spanish colonial helmet. <laughs> that is definitely Mohican, not Mohican. They, uh... Oh, shoot. VVI to VVI. They literally built the house that they're in for this movie, and... I forget. Is it a thatched roof? Yeah. Uh, they, like... There was no one in Canada who knew how to make that, uh, so they had to go to someone from Boston. <laughs> to make that and like ship it out to them uh they did like do a lot of like authentic stuff they use a lot of uh real lighting in it or natural lighting so like a lot of it is lit by candles or like by the moon they had like some diffusers and stuff to make it look more cinematic but oh that's cool um yeah they did a good a good natural job 
Uh, yeah, after Caleb comes back, he's asleep, and then he wakes up and starts saying, like, cut off her head. Uh, oh. He starts saying the... Uh, oh, thank God. I think he starts saying a prayer. Uh, uh, or they all start saying the Lord's Prayer around him, our Father who art in heaven, that yeah. one. And then um, he like starts to... The kids are like, I can't remember it, which was a sign of witchcraft. Uh, which I mean, what, these kids are like four? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I guess it de depends on how heavily they, uh, they nailed it into their kids, but um, I, at the beginning, uh, the dad is like walking with Caleb and is basically just asking, like quizzing him. He's like, and why is, why is God mad at us? <laughs> and he was like reciting the answer that his dad told him. He doesn't have his like own educated guess. It's just like, th these are the facts. Yeah. So maybe they really Which is like so true of the time. Um, <laughs> VVIT to VVI. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna throw it against the wall, sort of angular, and then I'm gonna lay it, lay it up. Okay. Ooh. I tried. I was close. The uh, yeah. Then uh, Caleb wakes up. He says some stuff, and then he has like a pretty literal come to Jesus moment. Uh. Where he's like, wow. You have to like twist it? Yeah, I didn't say there's a lot of uh, backspin on that. Um, wow. VVITs all around? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the like last 20 minutes of this movie are basically perfect. Um, I don't like necessarily love it up until that point. I'm enjoying it. It's wicked slow. Yes, it's very, very wickedly slow. Mm -hmm. And quite literally wicked. Um, and uh, oh. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna do a crazy shot. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't even know if this is allowed, but I guess it's my show. I'm gonna get it stuck. Right okay. There. Damn. Are we gonna like? <laughs> I I was just gonna say I have another ball to knock it out if I need to, which I have because when Elsie and I recorded our test episode, we got it stuck and just sort of stood here for ten minutes trying to figure out what to do. She went to her car to get another basketball, and then some kind people playing down there were like, "Do you need our help?" And, and they were like, "Yes." Jesus. Okay, so you gotta miss twelve times, <laughs> and then you make it. If you miss on that twelfth time, done. <laughs> um, but yeah, the last twenty minutes is where it starts to like actually pick up. People start dying. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna throw this at the rim, and it's gonna miss, and I'm gonna get it and score. Um, Are you like right here? Yeah. Or wherever, yeah. So rim then make it? Rim then make it, yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> Nobody saw that. Nobody saw that. <laughs> Not it's even like, the it's GoPro. It's hard to kind of miss on purpose. Oh. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. VVITC, right? Uh-huh. VVIT. VVIT sounds like a a uh, college. VVIC. <laughs> uh, um, the Witch Institute of Technology. <laughs> right. Uh, the sorry, I just wanted to think of a joke from Stefan on Saturday Night Live where they ask him where he went to college and he says UTI. <laughs> uh, but yeah, one's what really starts happening is that Caleb uh freaks out, has basically he's like, I see you, Jesus. Oh, wait, before that, before he says, I see you, Jesus. His like jaws like lock shut, so they like force his jaw open, and he spits out an apple that was in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And then he says like, "Jesus, I see you. I'm coming. Thank you for your light or whatever." Uh, after that, there's like there's some other stuff that happens. The the they are convinced that all three of the kids are kind of witches, so they lock them in the goat barn with Black Phillip. Uh, and while that's happening, uh, the mom sees the baby and uh, Caleb. Uh, and also in the back of the shot is her silver cup, um, which I didn't notice until I saw the commentary. Uh, but she's like, oh, my kids are back. This is nice. Uh, and she's like, I have to breastfeed the baby. And then you see that she's breastfeeding a crow, or a crow is just biting at her nipple. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the kids are in the little hen house, goat house, whatever you call it. Um, and they uh, they see the witch. The witch is in the thing with them, and that's like the scariest moment of. It's like such a typical, like scary movie moment but it's like really scary because it's played very real of Mm -hmm. like the witch just like she's drinking milk out of a goat's teat and then turns and like does the typical witch laugh uh it's the first time that we actually see her yeah we see her face as an old woman that but also like on their property yes and then she's out of the woods out of the Mm -hmm. forest um the dad wakes up uh, and only to find that the twins are missing and that uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is laying there with the goats totally disemboweled. Uh, and he's like, that's it. That's it. I'm, uh, I'm going to make you, I'm going to buy you a ticket for the Metro. I'm going I'm to have you go to the Northwest suburbs. Uh, I'm going to make you go to Six Flags Great America on the Metro. Um, and he's like, starts to yell at her, and uh, then you sort of hear him get hurt, and you realize Black Phillip, like, gores him? Is that what you would call it? Yeah, he kind of, like, s- stabs him in the stomach and, like, yeah. kind of, what is it, de-entrail him? Uh, disembowel? Disembowel, yeah. Uh, A little bit. Just, like, just the tip. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just sort of fucks him up. Uh, kind of just having a tea party. Right. Oh, there you go. That's a, that's a vivid for you. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, to finish it off, the mom uh, sees all these dead bodies, attacks her daughter, daughter cleaves her couple, like once, just to send a message, and then the mom's still like cho trying to kill her with uh, choking, so she just kills her. You gotta uh, double tap. Uh, double taps, she fucking uh, goes into the house, takes off her bloody clothes, sort of strips herself of her Puritan uh, garments, uh, goes back into like the hen house or she follows Black Phillip into the house which Robert Eggers said uh, it's basically if you could hear like what was actually happening on set you'd hear the goat wrangler be like come here Charlie come here oh, <laughs> it's, that's so cute. it's really sweet uh, but then she's like K will you talk to me Black Phillip and Black Phillip's like yeah dude <laughs> you like butter you want to live deliciously and you want a nice dress she's like hell yeah dude and he's like, sign your name in the book. She strips down, totally naked. Uh, uh, signs her name in the book. That is actually like the creepy, like barely seeing Black Phillip in that thing is maybe scarier than the witch laughing to me. Like that scene specifically? Yeah, where you like see the man. Yeah. Uh, well, if you see like uh, the goat's hoof and then the man walks by, so you see him sort of transform. Mm -hmm. uh, you can barely make out his face, according to Robert Eggers, the uh, actor is very attractive and that it was a shame that they had to hide his face. Um, but yeah, Anya signs, signs Satan's book, uh, walks into the forest naked and sees a bunch of witch, witches uh, chanting in Enochian, which I talked to you about before recording, is a... a, a ritualistic language uh, supposedly derived from angels. Uh, they're also doing some sort of... Robert Eggers saw some sort of Japanese dance on YouTube um, and was like, that's what the witches should be doing. Uh, and it just so happened that the uh, best, like one of the most famous teachers of that dance lives in Toronto. Oh. Uh, so they got her to, in like a bunch of her students who were willing to like get naked and dance around a fire to do that. That's so cool. It's pretty sweet. Uh, Anya sees this and joins them. They all levitate as she smiles and levitates with them, completing her transformation from Puritan girl to witch woman. Which is uh, interesting too, because the way like you were saying with the blood in the six to make them fly, mm -hmm. how did Anya be able to fly? That's true. I guess they. So like, I guess they levitate. They're not flying on sticks. Uh, which is maybe different. And uh, that's the movie. How how we end uh, this whole thing is uh, you're gonna give like a sort of succ a succinct review of the movie, and then uh, while leading up to your score uh, out of five uh, V's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so two and a half W's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Screw um, <laughs> You are going to try to slam dunk. <laughs> oh my god, okay. <laughs> and that's uh, what I will do now, just to sort of show you how it's done. I think this movie is good. I am grateful that I watched it uh, twice with subtitles. Uh, I think it's beautiful. 
Uh, I love how accurate it is, although it is a little slow for my taste. Um, I much prefer The Lighthouse, but uh, I think this is a really kind of incredible first movie, not just for Robert Eggers, but for Anya Taylor-Joy as well. Uh, and I recommend uh, anyone watch it, if only for the last 20 minutes. Also, I want to mention there's a really great shot of it's the witch's head from behind, and then it, uh, it zoom pulls back, and it's a crow. Uh, and they do it very subtly, and I think that's really beautiful. Uh, and I like this movie a lot, and I give it four W's! <laughs> or four V's. Two W's. Okay. Um, I really like this movie. I enjoyed it. I do have to agree, it's wicked slow. Um, so I feel like the first time I watched it, I didn't really appreciate it as much, but now knowing what's going to happen and that it will end. Uh, <clears throat> I like it a lot better. Um, I really like the amount of detail and like research that went into it. Obviously, yeah. there's some anachronisms, but compared to other films, this is like by far probably the most accurate, I would agree. Yeah. Uh, love the stuff about witches because my family has like witchcraft lore from being from Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, I just think it's such an interesting film for multiple reasons. It is. is I'm curious one? about what this train is. Oh, cool. Kansas City Southern, this is new. They're not a sponsor of this podcast. I I would do. And this might be a long one. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but fortunately, it is more quiet now. Well, it's cool, right, though? Um, but, um... Yeah, you don't have to wait. You can... Oh, I just keep on. Oh, because it'll pick it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, overall, I like the little aspects of human sacrifice. I feel like now, the more and more movies I watch, I notice that a lot of them have a lot more human sacrifice in it. Like, even the Super Mario Bro movies has human sacrifice in it. <laughs> Scooby-Doo, live action, 2002, human sacrifice. Yeah. Um, but I think they did a really good job, just in general, trying to not necessarily provide the narrative of the Puritans, but mostly this alternative, like, hey, this is just normal life. So overall, I give it, oh, I have to run up and do it. I give this four V's. Oh, fuck. Dang. How many V's was it? Four. Four? Hell yeah. Uh, is there anything uh, you, you want to promote? Uh, your dissertation uh, defense? <laughs> um... I guess since I don't have an official date yet, I don't can't really plug that, but I'll let you know when I'm defending. Yeah. I'll send the link. Sweet. Uh, I'll plug your Patreon, your show. Please Moving come watch. Patreon.com slash Moving Screen. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you so much for doing it. The I knew that the witch, the real witch stuff would be really great, and I think that this is like absolutely the most interesting episode of this show. Uh, if only because of that. <laughs> uh, uh, no, everything was good about it. it was a great conversation. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I am Richie Owens on all the internets and uh, patreoncom screen If you want to see this long train that's going by, uh, Procore, you know, ICCX, empty train car, empty train car. Uh, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Uh, tell your friends about it. Uh, let me know if there's anything uh, I can change about the show to make you like it more. 
Uh, I will sacrifice artistic integrity for anything <laughs> that has the, as I say at the end of every show, I guess I'll uh, see you on the court. This is when we kiss? Yeah, this is when we kiss. <laughs>